Hello, good evening, how are you? I'm all right, thank you very much. How are you? I am fantastic. Long time no see. Oh, yes. It's what? been what? I'm just... Four days? It has been four days. Four sad, hot, now cold days. Yes. Uh, I was going to say, if you, do you feel like you've come down now? I've from come the elation right of Sunday. I've come right down. <laughs> come How far right... down? Um, no, not that far down. I'm not going that far. I'm never going that far down again. No, just, yeah. My eyes were opened even more than I thought they were going to be, put it that way. Okay. Interesting. So for listeners who haven't listened to recent episodes, perhaps, we're recording this the Thursday after Vegan Camp Out, which we were at Friday till Sunday night. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've got to say, kind of feel like I hit the ground with a bit of a bump <laughs> after that. Monday wasn't so bad, but I didn't have to work Monday. So it was just kind of did a bit of food shopping, did a bit of washing from the weekend. It wasn't really, it was a bit like a weekend day. So it wasn't really massively stressful or anything like that. Yeah. Um, went out for a drink with a mate in the evening and, and that was all fine. Uh, but then Tuesday was, yeah, back to work, emails, panic, <laughs> phone calls and stress and don't know any vegans at work. <laughs> so can't, can't really go over all that all the sort of elation from the weekend and all the excitement and all that sort of thing yeah, yeah. Got any sort of shared experiences with people yeah it's been downhill and it was like five thousand degrees on tuesday which um, yeah i think it was a little just a little bit hotter than that actually <laughs> uh you said something to me over the weekend about the the temperature and that which yeah really hit home now it was either you or josh i think maybe then you'd been to see one of the talks and they said Basically, I can't remember the exact phrasing, but basically we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. I oh, was it the um uh, we've got six years left. That's it, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so we've got six years before the point of no return. And then if we if we get to that point and we haven't sorted sorted the um climate change problem out, then it's only gonna go downhill from there and there's nothing we can do about it. I did speak to someone in hope that they said that that is said quite often. It's been being said for a number of years. However, yeah, they've been saying it for a number of years. And I don't know how how long that can go on for. But coming back into Monday and Tuesday after after being at vegan camp out and into that heat, it just sent me south with my thoughts I'm just like going to it, it it helped me understand a little bit more discussions that I can have with people I don't want to yeah. say arguments but when people say stuff I've, I've got more ammunition to yes defend, and confidence and confidence to, to defend yeah. certain arguments however I didn't want to come out of vegan camp out see people and go guess what I saw guess what I heard and go off on one yeah uh, yeah. Which has been quite difficult because people say, "How was the weekend?" Yeah, it was alright, but there's no point telling you anything because you're not interested, no. you know. Um, but a couple of people have engaged 
and I have spoke to them. And that's been all good. I've reeled myself in as much as I could. I've made a couple of comments on the heat. Mm-hmm. On the set, on the, on the, the, um, the heat wave we've had. And people aren't interested. Because it's so lovely and sunny and warm. And isn't summer lovely? No, summer's shit. So piss off. But it's not just summer, is it, though? Mm, no. When we were kids, summer was like 25 to 30 degrees. And yeah. now it's... 35 to 40 degrees yeah and you know we are old but we're not that old it's not it's only 30 years since we were kids and 30 degrees was a, a really baking hot day back then wasn't it and now yeah. it's just like yeah so 30 well yeah um it's definitely getting uh, a lot worse and having watched don't look up on netflix oh, not really, you have to watch it it's the perfect satire for climate change absolutely perfect so the premise is basically that our best mate Leonardo DiCaprio is an astronomer and he and his team discover this massive comet that's going to smash into earth and kill everyone Um, sounds like a plan yeah well (laughs) but but the trouble is no one believes him and so um, he goes on the TV and tells them this thing is coming You've got this amount of time, and then, but on after that, it's going to be too late. You won't be able to stop it. Yeah. But if we act now, we can do something. Okay. You can see the yeah the comparison, and everyone's just like, yeah, don't be daft, and uh, you know, trying to put him off, and people saying it's fake news and all that sort of thing. Oh, it's just made up, this thing, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I definitely recommend that as a as an excellent uh, excellent film about climate change. Okay, the car is loaded up and we're on our way to vegan camp out. Satnav says 35 minutes. Let's see how we get on. Okay, I'm on site and uh, I am in the queue for the car park. It's not looking too bad, but it's only 20 past 12. So I think most people won't have arrived yet. I can see quite a few tents, quite a few cars. The main marquee is massive and I think that is going to have a fantastic atmosphere tonight uh, when it all kicks off and so next step will be park up and put up the tent okay here we are it's Friday night camp out has started we're just going to the main stage So, what were your highlights of vegan campaign? Friday night, I actually met Joey Carbstrong, which was amazing. Yes, you did. You um, hugged him within I an did, inch of his I life. I gave him a hug before I'd said anything, which was amazing. Friday night was good. There was a yep. rock metal disco singing on in one of the in the main stage, which was cracking. A bit of a bit of good music. Then, uh, that's a bit subjective, but yeah. Subjective, but <laughs> me and me and Josh, so that was all good. You, you enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, um, and then across the weekend, I then saw um, Preacher Lawson. Yes, um, he was he hilarious. Is, he is hilarious, and he's also my best friend. 
because he he did keep he did remind he did remember me and also yeah. remember my name two days later, which was amazing. Yeah, that is pretty um, cool. That was good. Uh, another thing, Ed, on Sunday night. Yes. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was amazing. Yes. Some people have was... moaned, some people have moaned on social media that it was just the highlights of his YouTube. What, do they, like, what do they want? There's so there's so much moaning going on about being camp out, and I'm like, yes, we can discuss that in a minute, I think. But mm-hmm. they're all preaching to the converted. They're all going into those talks and whatever because we're all in the same boat. We're all discussing and interested in the same thing. So yes. what what else is he going to talk about? He's just going to. He was talking about his how he got into it and what happened. And he even I can't remember now. He explained the reason he was doing the talk the way he did. Yeah, this is why I'm doing it, and he, he did it. Yes, and he's an excellent public speaker. He, yeah, he not like he has, he has the content and delivery. Yeah, and. He had he had the whole main tent in the palm of his hand. Yes. On Sunday night, and it was it was amazing to watch. And I'd been to see a few talks, especially in the activism tent. But yeah, we sat in a lot of these those talks. And although there was some where the content was good, but the delivery was not, and so then you lose a bit of the. It, it sort of detracts from from the overall sort of yes. speech because you're thinking, uh, yeah, I didn't really get that bit, or you, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. Like there was one where they um, basically sat down on the stage, and I get that not everyone could could stand up for a long time, so that's that's perfectly fine. But then read from a script in front of a PowerPoint, which had right. a lot of which had a lot of text on it. Right. And I've always been taught whenever I've um, done courses on presentations or whatever, don't put text on a PowerPoint if you're delivering a presentation. Because if you're going to put text on it, you might as well just email that to people yes. in a Word document. Don't yes. stand in front of a lot of... Because either people will read what's on the screen and not listen to you, or they'll listen to you and not read what's on the screen. People can't do both. Yeah. And if, if what you're going to do is just read out what's on the screen, then what's the point? Yeah. So the, the PowerPoint really should just be a prompt for what you're going to talk about. And that's what Ed did really, really well, because yeah. all he had was slides with a couple of pictures. Yeah. And when I've done presentations, I would do the same thing. A slide with a picture. It's, a, it's actually a prompt for me. Yeah, of course. Because then it, it tells me what I need to talk about next. Yeah. It's not for the audience, really. It's for me. I'll flick it on. Oh, yeah, okay, it's that bit next. Right, this is what I'm going to talk to you about next. And that's what Ed did. He had no notes. He just had his little um, clicker and he just flicked on, on slides to slide. But there were some some really good activism talks Yeah. and some that I felt they just... They just needed to go on a course, really, on how to <laughs> just how to structure, but how to structure it better. And I mean it in the best possible way. I don't mean it to slag anyone off because yeah. it is difficult standing up in front of, you know, dozens or hundreds of people. But if you're going to get the most out of your presentation, you need to be able to deliver it properly, and you need to be able to structure it properly. Yeah, that's right. And there were there were some that didn't quite make that. There was one that I went to, and I've got to mention this. It was. 
plant-based news. Um, somebody who works for plant-based news, and it was the next, the, the sorry, the biggest change coming, and it was all about lab-grown meat. Oh yeah. And the idea is that basically that can be produced in sufficient numbers that it will be cheaper and easier to produce than animals, and therefore the uh, businesses will use that instead of animals and people won't even really know that they're not eating animals anymore it right. will just happen and then no animals will need to be killed for food yeah or, or dairy or whatever yeah I've, I've heard of that and i've not really looked at it that way um i've looked at it in a slightly negative way that and i know this this is this, is, this i'll get shot by the the larger vegan community but I see that as, I don't think they should do it because it still doesn't help with the health epidemic. Nope. It helps with the environment and it helps with the animals. It doesn't help with the health. And I, I, I although I'm in it for the animals, most definitely, I really am a stickler for all three. Yeah. Because, because if we're not healthy, that's still feeding into the pharmaceutical industry and that's not good. Nope. No, no, I, I, I get that, absolutely. And I, I mean, for me, it's not really of interest to me because I'm, I don't think I would ever want to eat it. No. I mean, I've had, I've had vegan burgers and sausages that have been too meaty for me. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Because they're too, they're too close, but I kind of feel like they're the ones that aren't really made for us. They're the ones that are made for meat eaters who want to have a day where they don't eat meat, perhaps. Yeah. That sort of thing. You know, maybe they've got a kiss Nathan Portman and so they just want to have half a day without without eating meat. Who can, ima who can imagine going half a day without eating meat? But one of the talks I liked, I need to call the last probably 10, 15 minutes. I can't remember who it was, what organisation it was. They were talking about milk. And I found out right. somebody put into one of the Facebook groups, I think it was the Vegan Campout group, that they were at that talk and they wanted to know where the study was from. And I wanted to know that because I because I'm coming to it late, I didn't know what, where where it was coming from. And I thought it's a good it's a good piece of evidence to give to yeah. people. What was the sort of outline of it then? What what was it saying about dairy? So the idea, well, it's just the overall health. What's the opposite to benefit? Um, the overall health unbenefit of <laughs> drinking milk, how how detrimental it is to to the human body, to the point that they they the first thing I heard them saying was all all animals' milks have certain characteristics for that specific animal and that specific baby. So we don't grow to the size of a cow. We only grow to the size of a human, strangely enough. So when it, when when you drink the milk of a cow, you're drinking the, that the characteristics to make you grow more, which make you bigger. Yeah. No shit, Sherlock. There's yeah, an, epidemic, an obesity epidemic. But it was just it was. I mean, drinking drinking cow's milk blew my mind anyway in cow's purity. But yes. when you said that, and it was like the characteristics that make up cow's milk are designed to make the, the consumer, the car, 
bigger, quicker. Yeah, quickly, yeah. We're getting in characteristics, we're getting too much protein and we're getting too much of this and too much of that that's making us bigger the wrong way. And I just yeah. went, oh, and then she went into pregnant women or mums with babies that are feeding the babies and how, like, putting cow's milk, cow's milk in your body and then breastfeeding is one of the biggest causes of breast cancer because you're putting that process through. Oh, right. Wow. And okay. I, uh, I, need, I need to read the studies yeah. more to get a better argument because I'm not coming across very well and I'm aware of that. No, but no, that's fine. And just, just listening to what you said, I was just sat there and got it from my head in my hand thinking, God, why don't people get this? Because, again, it's just... Well, it's common sense again. It's just that thing. Yes. It's, it's not for us. It's for them. And and here, here are the obvious reasons. Yeah. Was it... Sorry, was it Preacher Lawson who was saying he thought cows just made milk? Yeah. I think it's not a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, and so when someone said to him, actually, cows only make milk, because they're mothers and all of a sudden that was when he just sort of went oh my god of course of course it is the same as humans yeah and so but what's happened to the baby yeah that's it i remember going on a school trip to a lo the local farm back in uh, it was down the road in, in near quinton in northampton oh, yeah, yeah. i remember i remember the farmer saying you know Cows produce milk, and this is how we milk yeah. them. This is where you yeah. get milk from. And I was like, yeah, like all kids do. I right, that's, that's really interesting. So you just get it in your head. Yeah, cows yeah. Just produce milk. It's a cowspiracy. <gasps> wow, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, um, I really enjoyed Preacher Lawson. Uh, I'll be completely honest. I I'd heard of him. But I'd never seen anything that he'd done. And I just found him absolutely hilarious. His style, his delivery yeah. was just absolutely brilliant. Some of the jokes that he told were just phenomenal. I really enjoyed Simon Amstel as well. Um, <laughs> I think I think perhaps, I think, yeah, I think perhaps half past six on a Saturday <laughs> evening at a family event probably wasn't the best booking. But or maybe or maybe the person introducing could have said this perhaps isn't entirely appropriate for kids because there was a <laughs> yeah. lot of uh, yeah it, I think my kids are a bit older so I don't think that's that would have been terrible but I think if you had kids who were maybe under ten yeah who you were paying attention you have a kid under ten unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> was she there she was there but she got a red in the tablet. Fine. Yeah, so I think if they were paying attention, maybe there would have been some awkward questions <laughs> at the end of it. <laughs> but yeah. I'm not a kid under 10 and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, so right. that was fine. I enjoyed uh, Lucy Watson as well. I thought she was really good. Yeah. Because she did like a Q&A and it was, it was interesting because, again, I didn't really know much about her other than we've got her cookbook. Oh, okay. So um, that was that was good. Uh, Manami Frost was good. Yeah, what she I, was. What I liked about Lucy Frost, just quickly going back to her, was um, when she said that she'd, gr she'd grown up on a 
on a working farm. Yeah. And even at a young age, it just didn't sit right with her. I thought that's that's really good. Yeah. And brave as well. Imagine yeah. telling your farmer parents that you don't want to eat meat anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. So there's been a lot of slagging off a vegan camp out on social media. There's been a lot of negative feedback about the way it's been organised, the way it's, the site it's on, that they claimed, the organisers claimed it was no longer animal agriculture. Some people saw some sheep wool, some sheep poo. I didn't, I didn't, but people have and complained. There was other um, uh, food stall problems, vendors being told various things. Um, I don't know how true everything is. The reports I've read could stand up. Maybe there was a bit of, you know, lack of communication. I don't know what it was. Um, the way I see it is there are a couple of, there are only kids that are organising it. They're, what, 30 and... They're so young, aren't they? They're so young. And, you know, they're going to make mistakes that we can ho only hope they'll learn from. That's the way I see it. People make mistakes. As long as they learn from it, then that's fine. If we go into next year and those things aren't resolved and it's still crap in that, I didn't see it. I didn't think it was crap. I thought it was very good. But if they have made mistakes to get people back to people back to for the same reason, then okay, whatever. However, yeah. like with anything else, I think that if you don't like it, don't go. Yeah. And and all the other festivals I've ever been to, and I haven't been to many, I'm talking like the festival, Leeds and Reading, bloody hell, the toilets were horrendous. It was a big pit dug into the ground with some wooden cubicles over the top. But if you tell yeah. you could easily fall in and God forbid you <gasps> in it. Whereas, oh whereas these were quite posh portaloos. They were there, nice. Uh, there was crappy portaloos and there was quite posh portaloos. And I was like, you know what? Fine. They had a blockage. They hadn't got anyone to change to sort it out. But there were still other toilets. I still went to the toilet on Sunday. People are going to moan. People are going to complain. But you do it. You go and organise it. See how you get on. From the, and we talked about this in the, the pre camp out episode, but. Where is there a venue in the countryside where you can camp that hasn't got any connection to animal agriculture? Mm. I don't believe such a place exists. And I don't believe if such a place existed that the organisers wouldn't have gone there. Yeah. Because they're vegan too. They want it to work. Of course they, they do. They don't want to support animal agriculture. Yeah. So I don't believe that they would have woken up one day and gone, Right, where can we go next year? Where's nearby? Stanford Hall. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. I don't believe that they would have done that. No. So they will have done their research and checked it out and visited and visited other places. If yeah. that's the best place, then that's what you've got to go with. If, if, if the option is go somewhere like that or don't have it, yeah. Or have a much or have a much smaller event because it's in a I don't know it's in a Premier Inn or something then <laughs> then you've got to do it and it's part of the compromises that we as vegans make 
day in day out. Yeah, yeah. it's the same oh, as going to Tesco. Yeah. It's the same as going to Tesco for your for your vegan food. It's got a it's got a fish counter. It's got a deli. It's got dead animals in the fridges and freezers. But you have to make the best of it yeah. because the alternative is you don't eat. Yeah. Yeah, and they, 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 you know, it's that thing, isn't it, that like we say on this podcast, they said, I heard it said numerous times over the weekend that we're not all perfect vegans. There's no exactly. thing. And if you, if somebody wants to get on their high horse about being a perfect vegan, they're not. It doesn't matter who you are. There's no way you can be. In fact, the, one of the times it was mentioned was in the main stage, and there must have been, must have been, I don't know, let, let's say a thousand people in that tent and the person at the front said, put your hands up if you think you are 100% perfect vegan and not one hand went up because we're no. not. It's impossible. But then, but then on social media, suddenly everyone's like, oh, well, they did this wrong and they did that wrong and they, yeah. can't, they, can't, be, they can't be real vegans if they're done Piss off. Yeah. I think, yes. I, I have seen a few of those posts, but there have been a lot of very positive posts as well. Oh, and I've seen also seen posts from people who who weren't vegan, who went with a friend or family yeah. member, and since camp out are have now gone vegan or plant based. Other than Earthling Ed, I think probably there were two two other big highlights for me. First was in the music tent. When we saw Hell's Ditch, yeah, they were awesome. They were they were incredible and incredibly friendly too. You, yeah, you and Josh went to meet them afterwards, didn't you? We did, we did, yeah, and almost got kicked out of sight because we went out the wrong door. <laughs> <laughs> we just went, to, we just ran across to them. We were chatting, and then they sort of we said, "Right, we'll let you guys get on." And we went to walk back in. The security went to come in and say, "You've got the wrong wristbands on." You have wow! To, you have to walk all the way around, and we were like. Literally, we are ten meters away. Please, please. No. Yeah. Oh my god, that would. And it's finished now, so if the lady gets told off, she gets told off, doesn't she? But, you know. <laughs> yeah. But no, they no. were awesome. They're awesome, and hopefully, hopefully, you could guess. That that would be really awesome, wouldn't it? They they did seem interested, and uh, yeah, they've uh, they've started following us on Instagram, so hey. that can only be a good thing. Yeah. So yeah, big shout out to Hellstitch. I yeah. listened to their um, I listened to their songs on uh, Spotify on Monday afternoon in the garden. Yes, Jasmine, awesome. Jasmine loved them. Jasmine, the we think we might be turning up. We think we might be on the way, but she's put them all on her Spotify playlist. I have added added them to my Spotify playlist. So um, yeah, brilliant. And they were really good guys. All of them, all of them came over and spoke to Josh, and they were great. And I don't, I'm not trying to say. How great they were too much but they were awesome <laughs> uh, so i said there were two highlights there were actually three so the second highlight for me was the massive vegan runners meetup at rugby park run on saturday there were 120 of us wow. who ran there were some volunteers as well that's the most vegan runners that have ever run at the same park run brilliant on the same day and it was absolutely amazing and my third highlight was meeting our number one super fan, Martin. Hey, Martin! <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a guy. Yeah, what so a I, legend. I big him up more than I big Hell's Ditcher. 
<laughs> well, it, it, was, it, was, it was great to meet him. It turned out after being in the queue for about an hour to get in on Friday to, to sort of get in the first time, it turned out he was about 15 or 20 metres in front of me in the queue. Brilliant. Um, but we didn't realise until we got in. And yeah, so uh, we met, we had a hug, the obligatory hug. And uh, yeah, he was a, he's a top guy. He even gave his uh, How I Vegan podcast badge to Gaz Oakley. And, to, and he, he took a picture with Preacher Lawson, who was wearing the How I Vegan podcast badge that Josh had given him. Yes, he was. One of the um, things that I've seen on the Facebook group is a suggestion for next year of a, a comedy tent. Okay. And people have been listing vegan comedians. And it turns out there's actually quite a lot. Okay. So my suggestions were Sarah Pascoe and Lou Sanders. Yeah. Both very, very funny. But there were also suggestions for Alfie Brown and Carl Donnelly. I'm thinking of other vegan comedians. There must be others that we've heard of. Yeah, so according to this, Justin Morehouse, who was in Phoenix Nights, and Lee Mack apparently is vegan. I didn't know that. John Richardson is famously vegan. John Richardson is definitely vegan. Wow. And there was another one. Oh, um, Ricky Gervais. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Chance, I mean, if they've got Roman Franganathan in, then what are the chances of getting Ricky Gervais as well? Probably quite slim. Yeah, I would have thought. But you never know. It's worth asking, isn't it? And as far as I'm aware, uh, one of my favourites, John Robbins, uh, describes himself as broadly vegan. If the camp out organisers are on email which you simply have to be these days, they should uh, drop him a line and um, see if he's free. Because the thing is, it's in July, which means it's nearly time for the Edinburgh Fringe. Most comedians will be at the Fringe, so they could just use it as a, as a warm-up. I don't think that would be impossible. Yeah, that would be a very good idea, wouldn't it? I've also suggested to the vegan campout organisers that maybe it's time for an official podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you've got to be in it to win it. You have. You don't get it if you don't ask, do you? Exactly. exactly. I mean, I didn't even ask Preacher Dawson and he said he was going to sponsor it. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. It, hey, bro, I'm sponsoring your podcast, aren't I? If you want. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be the Preacher Lawson podcast. How yeah. I Vegan podcast with Preacher Lawson. Oh, yeah. great. He was yeah. great, honestly. He was so good because every time I walked was... past him, he just, he just remembered. He remembered. I don't know if it's because I've got one of them faces. Probably. Maybe. One of them beers. Not, not in a good way. But, <laughs> he, um, yeah, he just remembered me every time I walked past him. It was just like, yeah, it was fun. It was really yeah. fun. So you've booked already for next year? I have already booked for next year. Yes, uh, we are going to book for next year. Okay, Saturday morning. It is ten past ten. Park run is done in rugby this morning. 
26 minutes and 11 seconds, which is not a bad time, considering there was a bit of a killer hill on both laps. And I would say there were at least 100 vegan runners at the park run, which was absolutely fantastic. It looked to me like more than half of the runners were vegan runners, so that was a great achievement. And I'll be looking forward to checking it out on the results. Now, heading back to the coach that is going to take us back to Vegan Campout for the first full day of activism, mind and body, music, and the main stage. Okay, day two is nearly over. It's been a busy day. We've seen Simon Amstel, hilarious. Preacher Lawson, hilarious. A couple of uh, presentations in the activism tent. Uh, the one, uh, the link between yoga and veganism, and also another one that I can't quite remember. And we've eaten an incredible amount of food. We've listened to Maccabee in the music tent and the showers and toilets and the water tap ne nearest to our tents uh, have not been working all day. It's been the only downside so far. So that's it for day... Well, that's it for Saturday. Um, I'll have a further update soon. So that um, milk thing I was talking about was called it part of the China study. The China study. The China study. Um, okay. It's a very very in depth uh, nutrition and health document that was compiled recently at some point. I'm not looking, so I'm literally guessing myself. But yeah, it's it's part of that, and it, it breaks it breaks all your food stuff down and there's a section on milk. Oh, awesome. Okay. There is a video um, that I saw earlier that I might. Um, um, well, it's an eight-minute video. I need to have a look at it and see what, what's there. And if it's sure. I will be sharing it on my social media that nobody will watch. <laughs> Except me. And you'll like it and go, that's me. Yeah. Or, and, or it might be the first 10 seconds might be watched by someone who's who then comments some absolute nonsense. <laughs> yeah, probably. Anyway, I'm going to be I'm going to be positive now. Go for it. These shout outs to the top foods. Top so food. number one, top foods that um, top food vendors that I ate at over the weekend, and there were a lot. Uh, so this is this has been quite tricky. Uh, massive shout out to herbivorous. Yes. Uh, the uh, Philly cheesesteak fries were, as Greg told us in his episode, the Philly cheesesteak fries were absolutely amazing. So you went uh, there and I didn't go there because I had it in my head that I'm going to go to Herbivorous in Manchester at some point in the future. Yes, 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 absolutely. I do get that, but I just couldn't resist. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's fine. Absolutely. Um, I, had a, I had a Frost Burger, which ah. was uh, Manami Frost's um chip burger chain that was really really amazing really tasty really enjoyed that we had uh oh we went to vosages yeah I was, there. 
which was recommended by uh, Martin, our superfan. And yes, although Martin, because that was excellent. <laughs> Went to the Hogless Roast. Yeah. Which was excellent, which was one of Josh's highlights, I think. It was, yeah. highlights, at least, yeah. yeah. And we also had Merch Masala, which is a um, vegan Indian in uh, yes, a vegan Indian restaurant in Leicester. That was really, really excellent. Are they fully vegan, are they? A pure vegetarian restaurant. Right, okay. But, and then two, there were two ice cream stands. Yeah. Which were both awesome. There was Dapper, had the strawberry cheesecake, which was uh, absolutely amazing. No, not strawberry cheesecake, Jammy Dodger, I think it was, but it was right. very similar. It tasted like strawberry cheesecake, ice cream. It was, it was amazing. And lick, and lick dairy-free ice cream, which is where they were the ones with the big waffles. They do like oh, a, yeah. a warm waffle with two scoops of ice cream and oh. the squirty cream and Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I had a donut from um, Donuts, a Nottingham oh, yeah. donut place. They yeah. were incredible. Um, that was that was a meal in a donut. It was incredible. Wow. They were big bits of kit. So I had two yeah. because I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? And sorry, one other shout out uh, to Maple and Doe who did cookies and we go there in we did there just before we left we did go there just before we left so they get a shout out because they're based near Middlesbrough and on Saturday night they drove home after everything was closed to restock to come back on Sunday morning wow and that and they had about three hours sleep and <laughs> they worked all and worked all day Sunday and were there again on Monday morning so Big shout out to them because that's a massive effort. That's incredible, isn't it? And the and the cookies are amazing. I didn't get one. <laughs> uh, well, good for, good news for you because they uh, they do mail order. So if you want to order online, oh. they'll deliver it to you. Wicked. And they're not they're not paying me to say that. <laughs> no. Okay, here we are in the music tent. It's uh, one o'clock. Just about to do some music. We're not going to do. We're not going to do some music. Sorry, no. But uh, Wes and I are here. Uh, Wes, what have, what's been your highlights so far? Uh, my highlights so far have been meeting Preacher Lawson in person and having a cuddle. Uh, meeting Joey Carbstrong in person and having a cuddle. Uh, meeting a few other people and eating lots of food. And saw Ivana. Uh, not not that. I saw Ivana Lynch last night. That was really good as well. Although she seemed really nervous. But no, it's been an amazing weekend with amazing food, and I'm all hot and sweaty now. <laughs> and I need a shower. Yeah, we all need showers. Thank you. Okay, it's Sunday morning. Uh, we've packed up our tent because we're going home after Earthly Ned. Uh, I'm here with Josh. Hello. Hello. You've got to speak into the microphone, Josh. Uh, so, Josh, you've been here since Friday. What have been your highlights so far? I think all, all the food has been amazing. All, I've tried I've tried a lot of it. Um, I've not had one bad piece of food. It's been amazing. A lot of the talks were really good. There was Preacher Lawson was great. I think he might be one of my favourite. We got a bunch of pictures with people who are doing stalls and people who are doing talks and stuff. Some of the activism bits were amazing. 
you haven't seen much of the music but hopefully today the music will be pretty good the ones that we're going to listen to yeah it's just been overall pretty pretty fun awesome this has been your first time at camp out hasn't it yeah okay so um could you pin it down to say what's the best food you've had so far the hogless roast the hogless roast burger okay why was that I don't know, it just, it just, it, some of the stuff they put on the burger was amazing. It was, there was loads of sauces and spices and stuff, it was great. Awesome, okay, and it's Earthling Ed tonight, you're looking forward to that? Yeah, um, I, I haven't really seen much of Earthling Ed, but the stuff I have, he, he, he seems pretty cool. I think that's going to be a good one. We'll look forward to that. Thanks, Josh. So in other non camp out news, or cool. have you got is there more camp out or not? Or we don't no, camp out? I'm, I'm, no? I'm, okay. I mean I'm not all camped out, I want to go back, but yeah. Yes. On a completely separate mm. note to Vegan Camp Out, we had our first review published this week. Ah, which yes. was an absolute mind bender for me. I don't know about you. Um, I, I, but, think yeah. it, I think anyone that listens to it is mind blowing. <laughs> But uh, podcastandradio.co.uk got in touch and said, uh, we, want to, we want to include you on a list of the best vegan podcasts. And we were like... We're in the wrong place here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely insane. So on the list of five vegan podcasts for plant-based inspiration, you will find How I Vegan Podcast, which is fantastic, but also kind of weird. Because uh, it doesn't quite feel like, well, I don't know. Do we feel like outsiders? I don't know. I don't know. I don't Imposter syndrome. Know. Yeah, I don't know how to feel. <laughs> if somebody wants to put us in a top five list, then happy days. Go with it. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess all that remains, all that, oh, for God's sake. So really, I guess all that remains. You just you you channeled me there. <laughs> oh. I'm, already, I'm already overthinking what the email address is. <laughs> oh god. So all that remains is to say thank you very much for listening. And if you want to get involved, then drop us a DM, slide into our DMs. Beautiful. On Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or YouTube or Twitter. Just search for How I Vegan Podcast. And if you want to email us, just email us at howiveganpodcast at gmail.com. Perfecto. Rolled off the tongue perfectly, like I say it right every week. You know, when you messaged me the other day, was that Monday and you said you felt shit about the fate of the world? Yeah, I've got um, and, always do now. Yeah, and I genuinely had a dream. I woke up with a dream on Monday morning that you and I were on the stage in the activism tent <laughs> doing a talk on how to how to maintain hope in what appears to be a hopeless situation. Wow! And I said that to Lou and said how funny it was that you'd mentioned that to me and I literally just had the dream of delivering a, a, us to delivering something on how to and she said all oh, right what were you saying then 
was like, I don't actually know the content. It was just the fact that we were there doing a presentation. Right. But it kind of did get me thinking, that must be, we can't be the only ones who feel hopeless about the future. I don't believe that. There's a there's a dystopian Facebook group. Oh, is there? Yeah, yeah. I'll invite you to, I'll invite you to it right now. Yes. Um, so, it, it's, it's, quite, it's quite sad because it, it's just reminding you all the time, but it's also quite supportive that we're all, we're all there and we're just trying to help each other out. Well, that's it. So what I figure is there must be cleverer than people than I who, who have looked into this and have done some sort of research or found out what, it actually, what actually can give you hope at a time like this yeah because i did a bit of a google on monday and a lot of the stuff was just absolute nonsense like it was something like be well informed and i thought well the better informed i am the worse, the worse I, feel. I feel about it because it seems so bad yeah so, so that's not part of it you know it's like get your news from a reliable source well What's a reliable source these days? Yeah. You know, everyone's got an agenda. Mm. So what's a reliable news source? Who's, who's to judge on what a reliable news source is? I saw a TikTok earlier where um, they, it was like a high, it, there was only two. I think there was one in Australia and one here. I think, it, I think one of them was either Sky News or ITV, like breakfast, you know, whatever it is on breakfast at the minute. And yeah, yeah. They, they had, they had a meteorologist doing the weather thing saying, they were like, so it's only 20 degrees where you are right now. And he was like, well, yeah, but tomorrow it's not going to be 20. It's going to be 40. And that's really not good. And he was explaining why it's not good and this, that, and the other. And then the the the, the presenter was like, stop, stop with all this negativity. We want the sunny weather. We want this. We want more. But no, no. No, we definitely don't. That, I've seen that clip. Okay. And it's, and it's put next to it was being put next to a clip from Don't Look Up. I and was, the similarities oh, are that, that amazing. Was, that was the girl in it was her. Right. I thought I recognized her. Yes. <laughs> I was like, that looks like Jennifer Lawrence, but whatever. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Definitely what